Good morning, everyone. Welcome to our next episode of Sunday Prep. Morning, Jim. How are you doing? Good morning, Father. Uh, I'm doing well. Things are good. We are uh, we're up and running. School is uh, moving right along. Things are good. And, uh, you know, it's a beautiful sunny day today. So uh, praise God. Things are good. How are you doing? You're, you're, um, you're kind of driving the ship by yourself at the moment. So how are you yeah. doing? How are you holding up? Well, actually, uh, everything has been really great. And, you know, it's and I can say it uh, without any any hesitation. Uh, everything everything is uh, going well simply because of all the great people that I'm working with and I have so much help so uh, both in the parish and in the school everyone is so so generous and helpful so I mean how can I not uh, be okay uh, so thank you thank you all and thank you for asking it's it's uh, great and you know what you know that's that's a funny thing actually Jim bring that uh, because uh, the gospel reading that we have for this coming Sunday <laughs> <laughs> And you know, I think I think that's the really reason why uh, this very um, phrase uh, sentence is was popping to my mind, you know, as a reflection. And we'll hear it uh, like closer to the end of our gospel passage that we have for this Sunday. And um, it says this: the person who is trustworthy in a, in very small matters is also trustworthy in great ones, and the person who is dishonest in very small matters. Is also dishonest in great ones. I mean, how but how better I could even put all this stuff, right? You know, um, but not not about myself and not about really um, our daily routines and things that we are doing. Either even though they are very important and we should always work uh, honestly, but um, actually turning myself more into into spiritual aspect of of that very sentence. And um, what, what is the gift, first of all, that we received and we were found worthy of it? Um, for me, first of all, as the church is teaching and uh, as I myself reflect upon every day is the grace and the gift of the sacrament of baptism that we have all received. Um, it it is, depends, you know, how we are, uh, we were raised. Uh, Many of us received it when we were born, when we were very little, so we do not even remember that very moment. But then it is an amazing gift uh, to the parents that the parents give to a child, right? And they are uh, trustworthy and worthy to bring the child. They, they were called by God to bring the child to God, and then they are entrusted with the gift of faith. And to pass it down to to the child and so you know this is the very beautiful thing you know as we are starting everything right uh we started school and our catechetical year to all faith formation starts in about oh, what a week or two right yeah next week so here it is uh where are we as a as a parents as teachers as catechists as faith formators well here we are this is our very moment to embrace that very gift we have all received from the baptism until um, until now. And what is now? Now we are witnesses. We are witnesses to what we have received. We were found worthy by God, our Heavenly Father, to entrust us with that very gift, with that gift of faith, with that gift of knowledge, and with the gift of knowing Him, uh, who He is and what He has done for us and what He is doing to, for us. And so as, um, as a priest, um, I know it may be a little bit bigger 
and I knew when I was uh, entering that very road uh, that yes, I will have a bigger responsibility in a way uh, because of the sacraments uh, that I will be entrusted with and to, to uh, be the one who will give them and not withhold them. And, um, and then to my own gift of faith. Um, if, if not that gift, I will not be able to do anything. If not that gift, I will not be able to speak about God because I would not simply know him. And so to proclaim him and how I will do it. I will do it with great joy because it rejoices my soul. I will do it, it with a greater understanding as I am preparing myself for it every time I'm going to speak. And if I do not know, as St. Paul uh, referred to, to the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, if you do not know what to say, the Holy Spirit will enlighten your mind and heart to speak. But do I trust? Now, that's the question um, of every single one of us. Do I trust in the gifts of the Holy Spirit that I received? And uh, that's something that um, I find myself, um, you know, thinking about, meditating upon, uh, because even as a priest, I need to, I need to in prayer, talk to the Heavenly Father, ask him how much, the strength I need, the gifts I need, so that I can proclaim it. And then two, that I will be in the presence of God all the time, that I will not be able, that I will, the evil one will not be able to take me from it, even though he is trying, as he is trying every single one of us. So the gifts and who is trustworthy, we have all been found worthy by God. But then how we will handle what we were given is up to us. And so that's something that speaks to my mind um, in the work and in the spiritual life every day. So that, so that God's name is praised, glorified, and I'm truly the instrument of God's love and mercy um, and his presence in the world. So that's, that's me. Uh, I'm sorry to wamble a little bit uh, from right to left, so I'm going to pass down the, the microphone. <laughs> huh. Well, Father, I think, um, you know, the Gospels have always these uh, these great insights that the Lord gives to us. Uh, and sometimes there are, I think, you know, moments where it's very obvious, I think, where the Lord's providing some kind of spiritual counsel to us, you know, uh, words or phrases, sayings that kind of, um, I don't know, give comfort to our hearts or souls, kind of, you know, offer us a kind of motivational, like, I don't know, <laughs> go get him, champ, you know, kind of really a nice kind of pleasant moment. There's other times when he's more forceful. And then there's maybe another category of kind of like practical wisdom of like, okay, this is what you're going to have to do. And I don't know, for me, that's kind of where, where I'm thinking that these um, stories that we're going to see on Sunday kind of lead me to is kind of this practical wisdom of, you know, what does it mean to be a, a disciple. We've been talking about discipleship a lot over the last couple of weeks in, uh, through Luke's gospel here. But, um, you know, the, the line that you highlighted for us, Father, if we were to skip down a, a little further, there's a line that I think most of us are familiar with. Um, and this is after the parable of the dishonest, uh, dishonest steward. But at the very end of it, it says, um, no servant can serve two masters. You either hate one or love the other or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and mammon. And I think, man, that's all right. I think most people have heard that before. Even most secular people, I think, have heard that phrase before. You can't serve both God and mammon. And first off, because it's kind of a strange phrase, what is mammon? <laughs> but, you know, the Lord's kind of highlighting that, you know, again, one of these things like you're either you're either with me or you're you're against me. You're you can't be kind of this half hearted 
disciple. And I think that there's like an intuition, at least for me, you know, when you hear those kind of stark line in the sand type moments, we've talked about this before, where I think the tendency is to think about like big moments, you know, like life changing, you know, I will marry this person, I will enter the seminary, I will do this big leap forward in my life of service to the Lord or whatever. Um, but the practical wisdom here, and I think you highlighted this, Father, you know, in this parable is um, in that line, the person who is trustworthy in very small matters is also trustworthy in great ones, right? And then if dishonest and small, then it'll be dishonest and great. And I think, you know, there's a kind of tendency to think about the spiritual life in terms of, you know, big grand moments. Everything is, you know, um, uh, as long as I don't, as long as I don't commit genocide, I'm not a bad guy, you know, and uh, gosh, the only way to be a saint is, I guess, if I start a um, a hospital for blind children in, you know, some poor far off country. Um, but I think there's, there's something to the reality that being a disciple of Christ means, um, you know, starting with these small yeses, um, these small moments of, uh, of, of trusting in the Lord and responding to the Lord's invitation to grace um, faithfully. And if we can handle those small things, then larger things, you know, will come. The Lord will kind of slowly invite us to do more and more. But, you know, I don't think it's too often that the Lord kind of starts us out in our spiritual journey to say like, okay, day one, I really need you to start a, a missionary order and travel the world. It, it's, it's, it's usually something very simple, something very small. And um, I think we become dismissive. I know I do. Um, and sometimes think of like those small little acts of, faithfulness as like okay well you know that's fine i missed that one i'll i'll get you next time lord you know all right like uh, you know i didn't pray well i'll pray tomorrow you know i'll i'll get you tomorrow you know and i think there's like a again there's like a practical wisdom that the lord's giving to us to say um no those those small things matter um those little acts of trustworthiness in our our, our role of listening to the lord in his prompts of grace they matter um and when we're faithful to those small little prompts uh, the Lord kind of uh, provides more in this kind of a growing relationship here. You know, there's maybe a, an analogy to, you know, the, the spiritual life to the physical life. You know, um, everybody wants to be in maybe better health or better shape or I want to exercise more or eat better. And uh, most of us uh, are, are not that, you know, uh, we all probably have days when we're like, ah, today's a McDonald's kind of day. Today's a sit on the couch and don't move a lot kind of day. And, um, you know, we might want to justify that at different times, but we know that like we probably should eat better and exercise more. Um, and the more that we do that, the stronger we become, the healthier we become, the, um, the more our bodies can respond to the, um, I don't know, the tasks of the day. But in the spiritual life, there's something similar going on. And I think that the, um, the need for kind of faithfulness in those small things um, is far more important than maybe we want to give credibility to. And, um, you know, thinking about my own self and my own um, willingness to be dismissive. And I, I definitely know that I can be guilty of this, of kind of pushing things off. I'll do it later. You know, let me do something else right now. And then I'll do my, you know, my spiritual duties, my, my prayer responsibilities, my, you know, time with the Lord, you know, whatever later. And, uh, and I think that's maybe a dangerous mindset. Um, I, maybe just one last thought. You, you said something, Father, and... Um, about, you know, being in the presence of God, kind of putting ourselves in the presence of God. And, um, and I think there's something remarkable 
there. And I oftentimes forget. So it's a good reminder. I'm kind of talking to myself right now. So bear with me, everybody. <laughs> but there's a, there's a great book, and I can't remember the name of it. I want to say it's just The Presence of God. And it's by, um, I want to say, a brother, Lawrence. I think it's one of those kind of spiritual classics. It's not very long. You can find it online for free. Uh, but it's a great book, and it kind of speaks about the, the response to the Lord's invitation to pray always and uh, without ceasing. And one way in which we do that is to kind of just have a mindfulness that we're in the presence of God throughout the day, you know, obviously in a very um, sacramental way when we are in the church and before the blessed sacrament, but also in a very uh, real way as we kind of are driving in the car or are kind of sitting at our desk at work or, you know, driving the kids to soccer practice, whatever we're doing, there's, there's always the reality that God is with us and the mindfulness that God is present um, is a way to kind of have a small little response in faith. It's one of those small moments of where the Lord can, uh, we can respond with that faithfulness and trustfulness. And when we do that in small ways, again, I think the Lord kind of opens us up to kind of greater movements of, of grace and, and greater depth in the spiritual life. But um, yeah, but I am, I am, I'm, I'm definitely at this point just talking to myself. Um, so don't mind me because I'm kind of giving myself my own pep talk for why I've uh, failed to do this and, and respond faithfully. And, um, you know, maybe a good reminder for me. And who knows, maybe if anyone out there feels similarly, but um, yeah, something definitely to chew on and think about this weekend. Exactly. And no, it's, you know, always a reminder. And what is the better way than to talk it out? Um, so I hope, I hope um, every Eucharist will be for all of us uh, this very moment uh, where we can, in silence, listen to the Lord and see, you know, how we can strengthen the gift uh, that we have received and uh, be honest because in honesty, we'll be growing in wisdom and knowledge and understanding uh, of what the ways of the Lord are and where we are at it uh, because that's important too. So I hope, I hope more wisdom will come and I'm sure it will uh, to, to, to you, to me. Uh, so May God bless you all and may the grace be stronger in us every single day. God bless you. Have a blessed weekend. Bye, everybody.